0: Today is the day to wake, work, and win. Welcome to The Standard.
1: There never seems to be a shortage of these stories. You know, I feel like this is just going to be a never-ending well. I agree with you. Human penis found at Alabama, <laughs> Alabama gas station. <laughs> All right, well, let's just, let's just jump right in. All right. A human penis was found in the parking lot of an Alabama gas station. It was found shortly after 6 a.m. Monday at a gas station on Interstate 10 in Mobile. Mobile Police Department thinks it might be from the victim of a deadly motorcycle. Might be. Don't you think that, like, hey, we definitely have this guy who's missing a penis? <laughs> like,
0: I don't know if it's him. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, uh, this guy... Fatality, motorcycle, he's missing, a, missing his Johnson.
1: Yeah, and then we found... Oh,
0: one. we found one. Oh. It might be.
1: I think we can go ahead and just say that it is this, guys. Mobile Police Department thinks that it might be from the victim of a deadly motorcycle crash on a nearby highway. Christopher Means, 29, died after losing control of his motorcycle, being hit by multiple vehicles. The Mobile Police Department confirmed the appendage located at the gas station is not related to a murder or an assault. Well, it seems like Christopher got assaulted by the ground in multiple vehicles. So how did does Hold go on. on? Oh, yeah, buddy. There's more. Of course uh, there is. A gas station worker reportedly discovered the penis. While police did not explain how the appendage arrived at the gas station, local reports say that surveillance video appeared to show it fall from a truck that had stopped to get fuel. So <clears throat> a lot of questions pop up because that's the end of the article. Uh, first of all, you're in Mobile, Alabama, working at a gas station right maybe you're not having a great day okay you go out to pump 2 you're cleaning up some trash taking you know taking the garbage out and you got you got a dick on the ground <laughs> could your day get any worse
0: oh <laughs> uh, you know that's coming 911
1: yeah hey uh there's a penis by pump 2 uh go ahead again dispatch there is a penis by pump 2 <laughs> Um like
0: someone has got their penis out of their pants.
1: No it's on the ground
0: just by itself <laughs> just
1: by itself. <laughs>
0: um, what do you want me to do with
1: that? Uh there's no balls. It's
0: what do you want me to do with that?
1: Dispatch? call call somebody <laughs> anybody anybody needs to take care of this thing. <laughs> all right so okay, so all hey, right, so it's
0: this that is a badge check.
1: Oh yeah, you're a new guy
0: Dude, you're, that's put a in new a bag. guy
1: like hey you got to go put it in a bag you got to go you got to go handle this thing literally handle it are you going gra- to you going to grab it with your hand yeah put a glove on oh, of
0: course you fucking said what are you going to do i'm going to use get, like one of those
1: old pooper scoopers like, oh, okay. oh yeah the grabber yeah yeah 100% grabber. doing the grabber
0: uh, no, you're gonna use the uh, spreaders on the extrication equipment and just, just like, like gently, an egg, just like an egg, you know, you know crack g- the egg gently, squeeze it and, it and let it go.
1: Professionalism. Thomas. And then you're gonna
0: throw the spreaders away. In the dumpster. Yeah,
1: well, they're they're useless now. <laughs> yeah, nothing that they can't be saved. Uh, all right, so we got a truck driver. I thought this
0: was like a Lorena Bobbitt type thing. Like some dude got his dick cut off and it's now at the gas station. Well, it makes
1: me think of what a horrific motorcycle accident this must have been nasty that this dude's penis came off and then came out of his pantaloons right onto the ground so now we have a truck driver because it doesn't seem like maybe it just got caught in the tire duels. oh god <laughs> see probably. i probably i don't think so Not nah, come on i think that a truck Who's picking that shit up i think that this truck driver was like hey man i could sell this on ebay yeah this is a great road story I'm going to pick up this dude's piece of gear. I'm going to put it in my truck. And he like, you know how like when you take your gloves off from a medical call, you'll put them in like the wheel well. That's what he did. And then when he got out, that bee fell on the ground and he completely forgot about it. And, and then he's and like, where's my penis? The
0: Next stop. Where is it?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Between your legs, bro. Because he was no, on no, the radio. No, no, you don't understand. It's a different, this, not mine. He was on the radio and he's like, hey, this big bear. <laughs> I got I got an extra piece of gear, you know, whatever kind of trucker code talk they had.
0: Right. Meet me at the fine J. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who wants to see Who this? Wants to see this.
0: <laughs> oh, so that's what C V radios are for.
1: Yeah, they're talk to talk about dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This episode is brought to you by us. More importantly, our Patreon. And most importantly, our Patreon members. If you like what you're hearing, think about joining us. Head on over to the-standard.us, and for as little as $3 a month, you can get extra episodes, discounts on gear, monthly conference calls. So head on over to our site at the-standard.us, and remember to always like and subscribe. Back to the show. All right, we're going to head to San Francisco. San Francisco bicyclist fumes over ambulance parked in the bike lane. San Francisco cyclist threw a tantrum after her ride was seemingly interrupted by an ambulance parked in the bike lane, according to a social media post. Oh, that's smart. She went right to social media, um, and she posted a video on Twitter.
0: And here we are, though.
1: And here we are talking about she it. She is smart. She won't. So this is what she says. Here's an ambulance in the bike lane. There's a business they can park in. They can block their car lane. They can block a non-existent motorcycle park lane, the woman shouts. I'm not even half a mile from home on a rainy day. What the F? What the F? Sieged with anger. I'll, I'm going to post this on our Patreon because it shows the the post on there. Oh, let me look at this. So, yeah, take it, Investigate. All right.
0: So they've got this.
1: So our they guy. have a green bike lane, and there's an ambulance parked there. Look at him. He's just sitting in there.
0: Look at him. Like, they're just sitting there. They're probably staged for, like, a big medical call.
1: I think it says later in the article that they had just finished – um, so he's, it looks like he's like writing. San
0: record. Francisco wants to kill us. That's what she said. Yeah. Oh
1: my God. Of course they do.
0: Okay. So man, that's, re- there's really, it doesn't look like there's any room that you could go around.
1: Yeah. Well, how could you?
0: Oh She's my screaming. God. She's screaming. She's screaming. Oh my God. <laughs> you got to post this. This is, this is everything that's wrong with society right now.
1: They're, they're now, mind you, the street is empty. Man, the
0: traffic looks hectic. It's, that you can't go around. Oh, like, there's a sidewalk. She go around it.
1: There's no. There's literally no one else on the road. Here we go. So she goes up. The screaming. It's like I can't take you seriously. She goes up to the side, and this 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 dude's just in
0: there. Uh, like he's like, got. That's the look I would give. I'm like, just like, just
1: like, what do you want? Yeah. It's Like, is this really? So what he on? I mean this, this chick is losing her mind.
0: This is this is amazing.
1: It's egregious. No, but I just like at her at her attitude. Oh my god.
0: Okay, well, when when she calls nine one one, which she will, based on how she's freaking out, she will be calling nine one one very frequently. Yeah. Um, we'll will make her walk half a mile to the nearest you know, place that the ambulance can park because it can't park in front of her.
1: So the woman claimed the ambulance driver was on a break. Spoiler alert, we don't get breaks. Uh, But San Francisco Fire Department refuted that assertion. Uh, They don't? Yeah, so the fire department said on Twitter that its crew was finishing a medical emergency with a patient care document from a call at that location. So they were outside writing their report. In service, right? It's not like they were on a break smoking and joking. That is not something that they do. Which is why they, so they finished a medical call with patient care documentation from a, from a call at that location, which is why they moved to the other side of the street rather than engage with you. So they basically, this chick freaked I, I out.
0: I can't give any more mental space to this. I'm closing the, closing the door on this story. What I, I do ridiculous. have to say
1: is I'm happy that the fire department sided with their employees and, nice. they, and they weren't like i wouldn't expect that sometimes oh we're sorry we'll we'll make sure that they don't yeah we're gonna in. write a policy saying that all reports need to be done i mean <laughs> these people are rocking they need if they park day. in
0: any right away bike lane they'll
1: have most have their lights on but what they is, stood up for their folks so i think that's good. that's awesome
0: that could have gone that guy was pretty good in that driver's seat and i don't know what chilled. i would have I know what you. But any well, anytime you get a
1: camera on you, it's just like here we go. Yeah, but I think they did a good job of just staying mellow. But what a lunatic! Yeah, I mean, just off her rocker. I'm just pulling up her Twitter. Oh yeah.
0: I just want to see see. if she
1: has any other. See. All right, so she probably has seven or eight posts on people parking in the bike lane, and like, there are more people that are are jumping on a lot of climate change stuff on here. She seems like a real hoot to hang out with.
0: She's wanna, like a, you want to get her
1: on? She's like a bike lane Nazi. Cause she has people. F- know,
0: we could, we could do a show on bike
1: lanes. Oh yeah. I feel like our listeners would love that. I will say this. Uh,
0: okay. We, so we, you just don't really think what she's putting out is really worth it. Okay.
1: <laughs> You're right. We're both, we both love the pedal bike.
0: Yeah. I mean, i all ride. Okay. I've done my share of riding on streets, yes.
1: So, like, yeah, there are some people who have, like, no regard for people who are...
0: Here's the way it is. You have a bike lane, right? Okay. A big bike lane there. Huge. One of the things you don't have to do as a biker, and everybody knows this, is you don't have to stop at stop lights or stop signs. Right. Stuff like that. Give and take
1: a little bit. Some benefits.
0: Understand that you get some benefits. Give and take a little bit. See the ambulance ride around
1: if it's that you big of a day. problem you need to move to like holland where like they have bike it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah it's not a problem
0: on that street it's not a problem
1: you live in downtown san francisco you're lucky you even have a bike lane
0: so yeah it, <laughs> i know this bothers uh, you, you open the door and i said this was closed i'm okay. closed i'm done i okay. can't do it
1: anymore copy understood <laughs> <laughs> all right Georgia, firefighters put out flaming breakfast at their own station. (laughs) Flowery Branch, Georgia, the smoke was coming from inside the fire station. Firefighters in suburban Atlanta returned from a call on Sunday to find their own breakfast in flames. We've all had that happen. 100%. A time in Gainesville, uh, the Times in Gainesville reports that a Hall County fire crew accidentally left the stove on when they left the station to respond to a house fire on Sunday morning. Other firefighters returned to the station to find smoke in a small fire. Fire officials say the stove fire was <laughs> suppression system put out the blaze while well, firefighters tried to grab a fire extinguisher.
0: Nothing like coming back from a call, park your rig in the bay.
1: And you can and see, you the, can see the, smoke. the
0: smoke coming out of the door. And you're like, oh no. I mean, it's. And you usually, open up the door and you're just like,
1: what do we do? I feel like we're good about the stove. The grill has been left on for way longer. Oh, we're just. Way longer
0: than it should. I would just, uh, you know, self-clean mode <laughs> for twenty-four hours. Yeah, you
1: roll back and you see a header coming from the firehouse.
0: Yeah, that's uh and it. Oh man, that's smoke. You know, it's just like a cooking fire.
1: It's, it's in, in there for, for days. It's in your bunk room. Like it just terrible. It's absolutely awful.
0: But I, I got to think every firehouse that's ever existed has, has happened to.
1: Oh, it's, I mean, it's inevitable. Yeah. I mean, you're cooking that many meals. How would that make the news? Uh, I don't
0: know. I wouldn't. I mean, if I was a social media manager for a, a f- my fire department, I would not put that out that we left.
1: Well, this made the Associated Press, right?
0: But they got the story from somewhere else, right? I'm
1: just I'm shocked that it got all the way to that level
0: because nothing. Well, once it gets out, then it's oh look, the fire department lit their own station on fire.
1: Uh, we had a rig catch on fire. A lot A view, you know, like from the shoreline. But that was. That wasn't, like, negligence, so to speak. No, that was just something that, something bad that happened. Yeah. But, yeah, there's been a, quite a few stories of, like, rigs catching on fire or, you know, that one in uh, Hawaii where they were putting a patient in the back of the ambulance. Oh, the
0: ambulance. Well, was that the one where they pulled into the, the ER? Yeah. yeah.
1: That one would have been a, a, yeah. a little rougher.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we've all had it happen to us. Yeah. Poor so mess. everybody knows out there. We leave food on the stove, too, but you never hear about it.
1: Yeah, there's been a few. I shouldn't say a few. Definitely one time where we called the battalion chief to be like, hey, you need to go back to our firehouse. Yeah, like, I that's forgot. a good way.
0: But, you know, it reminds me of what's the kind of the most negligent cooking fire. I remember going on one where this guy wasn't even home, but he started beans on the stove, and he he knew he was leaving it on. And he went to the store to go shopping for other ingredients. And by, you know, like 10 minutes later, they're everywhere, the whole place is smoked up. But it's like, so he turned it on, knew it was going to be on, left for the store, left it on. And when he comes back, we've forced his door and, you know, it's a mess. But
1: what are people thinking? Uh, I've had it in the, like, wintertime. You can put a bunch of spices in a pot, some water, and, like, simmer it, and it'll like make the house smell yeah. nice. We went on one where all the water had evaporated and burnt everything on the inside. And so forced the door, like pretty good smoke on the inside. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it was. So our gear smelled like
0: shitty. That's cool. a little bit, um, yeah. But that's a little bit different because it's like you, you're planning on leaving that on all day. Right.
1: But Oh, man. Dumb dumbs. Yep. All right. Uh Iowa. Great state of Iowa. You, know, you went to Iowa, didn't you? I did, Hawkeye. Didn't finish, but I was there for a while. <laughs> Seven year plan? No, I was I was there. I was getting a communications degree and Ross who we've had on the show and uh was like, "Hey man, I'm I'm going to be a fireman." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, "How how's it going?" He's like, "It's pretty rad, man. Like we're getting to do all this cool stuff." And I was just like, well, this, this sucks. This like what you're doing better sounds than what I'm doing way better. Iowa. And so, uh, I transferred to a school back near my hometown and started taking classes and doing the volunteer thing. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this is way, this is it. And then the rest is history. All so right. five classes left. Is all I got to do. Is
0: it ever going to finish?
1: I don't know, man. It's like, is the juice worth the squeeze? See how it would benefit you
0: at this point, but I maybe. mean, well, what's it would be in communications?
1: Uh, no, I have since like transferred stuff, so it would be like a uh, emergency services type degree, which like management, yeah, could be beneficial, could be, but it's it's hard for me to justify. I mean, do those classes are so expensive
0: three grand, each?
1: Yeah.
0: oh no, so we,
1: so you like you look on your return you know, on investment, yeah. Uh, Jordan Peterson's starting up uh, his own like university basically and he's gonna get the cost down or he wants to get the cost down to four grand for a bachelor's degree. I'd send my kids there. Hundred percent. He's gotta get accredited. Should yeah. be able to, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean he's got the professors that are doing his teaching.
0: Did you hear about the whole accreditation thing with like nurses? I think it was like down the southeast. Yeah. And like
1: fake nurses. Well, like, think about the nurses that we see on a pretty, like, normal basis. Not the ones in the ER. I'm talking about, like, the ones in, like, the care facilities. Dispatch health. Oh, my gosh. It is awful. That's every industry, though, right?
0: It's they really, really bad, bad look though. at us and be like, look those paramedics dressed up as firemen. They are terrible. Well, or, I am a know, terrible like, paramedic. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody's bad, right? Look at look. I wonder well, doctors in hospitals, like, do they say that about, like, the urgent care docs or, like, the... Clinic doctors, like the ER docs, that are you know they're yeah they're They're good uh,
1: yeah. Well, some people messed up here. Woman mistakenly pronounced dead was found alive in a body bag. Okay, all right. An Iowa care facility. Oh, so here we go. Is facing fines totaling ten thousand dollars after mistakenly pronouncing a sixty
0: ten thousand. That's it. That's it, man. Wait till the lawsuit starts coming.
1: Uh, mistakenly pronounced a sixty-six year old resident dead. Had her transported to a funeral home where she woke up gasping for air. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, dude. Uh, A new report from the Iowa Department of Inspections and Appeals, released February 1st, 2023, uh, details the series of events that led up to the woman being mistakenly pronounced dead. While in hospice care, comfort measures were taken. Over the course of several days, staff members recorded occurrences of diminished lung sounds and minor seizures. The woman was pronounced dead at 6 a.m. After an employee identified as Staff C said that she did not feel a pulse and found the resident was not breathing at the time. Okay, staff member notified a licensed practical nurse. What's a practical nurse? LPN. What's a
0: practical? It's like a. I think, believe it's like a step below an RN. A so registered it goes like nurse CNA. Means then well, a registered LPN. nurse means you have a bachelor's, oh. I understand, and then an LPN means like a two-year kind of program, maybe. Okay. Plus program more.
1: Well, yeah. she shows up. Uh, then the woman's family was alerted, and a local funeral home was called. Funeral director arrived at seven thirty, and the assistance of another nurse, the residence was placed in a body bag, which was zip shut. The funeral director left the facility shortly afterwards at eight twenty-six, and then uh, the people at the funeral home unzipped the bag. They observed the resident's chest moving, and she gasped for air. Could you imagine, dude? You open up a body bag, and you see the person breathing. Ah. Hey. You, you zip it up close, <laughs> so slowly, and then everyone just I did leaves. not see that.
0: <laughs> okay. I got to call and it And you sick. open it again, you're like, is this real?
1: Yeah, and you're like,
0: oh, God. Hold on. Yeah.
1: The funeral home then called 911 to the care facility. Would you imagine that call? You got to go to a funeral home for someone who ain't dead. EMS responded they were able to record a pulse and breathing, but there was no eye movement. Right, she couldn't breathe.
0: So, um, she, I mean, she—don't you think she, she probably did come back from coring?
1: Yeah, you I know? mean,
0: I, I believe. I mean, they should have probably put on a monitor or something. But you know, there—I, I believe that there was probably no breathing and no pulse. Yeah. You know, and then, oh, it came back. You know. Yeah, there's. I've was never. Is that a core save?
1: Yeah, you get a save for that for sure.
0: <laughs> Be my first and only. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then I mean, she basically ends up. Eventually, yeah, she passed away early. Looks like the January fifth. But I, uh, I would imagine that there were some meetings being held after that. Maybe some new policies put in place. Yeah, but you got to think like you're at one of these care facilities, and you see hospice care. You're kind of yeah. You see this all the time. Confirmation
0: bias, probably. To be honest, yeah. she's gonna die. Like we're expecting her to die. Yeah, we go in there and yeah, get she's dead. Yeah,
1: I mean, I've had cardiac arrests where I haven't felt a pulse. It's PEA, like you you can't feel a pulse, but you do see some electrical activity, you know, on the on the monitor. And uh you know, if they have a, a do not resuscitate and all this other sorts of stuff, I can imagine how you could. I don't know if is the right word, but maybe confirmation
0: bias. There's or, one person one call I've been on and there might've been another one, but the one for sure that I can remember where I saw someone take their last breath. It was interesting in a, in a, in a peaceful way, you know, not like the cover trauma, you know? Thing. And yeah. then you see somebody just like, Oh, that was, it was like hospice. We got there. And then you just, you it was like three or four gas from normal breathing. Cause we got there and it was somewhat normal breathing. Yeah. Pulse was low and then that goes away. And then you, you Know a gasp every 10 15 seconds that was that was kind of impactful. See somebody take their last breath.
1: How'd you and feel it, after that?
0: So, I mean, it had a DNR, you know. Uh, it was just interesting to see it without you know, that's it, you know, that's someone that just then,
1: yeah. My mom told me something, it was after we had like those three kid, three pediatric arrests that week, and obviously it was not the most fun time I've ever had. And she was saying like how lucky we are to be there in those moments because they have so many people in their lives that wish they could have been where you're at. And it really kinda of changed my perspective on what do you mean? So like like think think about someone like a a loved one that you have that if they were to pass, how much you wish you would have been there to, to see them, maybe not see them. Depends on die, if it's trauma based or. Uh, yeah, how I, they look I, I completely and all that, you know completely
0: agree. that's your last memory,
1: <clears throat> right? But the the sentiment I, I think is
0: just to be able to like for them yeah. to have, you know, I think probably everybody says, well, if I'm going to be on my deathbed, I want to be surrounded by my, my loved ones, right? You know,
1: and so you know we have a like a pretty amazing responsibility when we're there when. When someone does that, you know, like you should feel honored to be there, which I thought was a cool way to reframe that. I had one dude was like in his fifties, and we show up. He's sitting on the ground, cool, pale, diaphoretic, just looks terrible. And he goes, "I don't feel so good." He throws up cores, like just like that. And so we shock him. Dude sits straight up, and he's like, "What just happened?" I'm like, well, hey, man, like, you just died. And like, <laughs> and he's like, I don't feel, and then he ends up corn again. But that was that was probably at the time that was like.
0: We went on one where everybody was sitting around, you know, grandma, mom, you know, different generations, but their grandma and mom was lying on the floor. They hadn't touched her. It had been, you might have been on this call. It had been a while. At least like thirty minutes to sixty minutes, that where she had been had cord, and we got there and and we're like, "What do you want us to do?" Like they didn't want us to work her. They weren't. They didn't attempt to do anything. They had waited.
1: Was she in bed?
0: No. But the the husband was almost. It was just the like what he gave, like the feeling he gave us is like he just wanted her to die. (laughs) They waited. They waited to call so that like we couldn't save her and then it's like do you have a DNR? No. Okay. Uh, well, we're going to work her and it was kind of like fine.
1: Yeah. It was just a
0: really weird feeling.
1: Yeah, like what happened over Well, it's, it's like we knew it
0: guys. was everybody was kind of like nobody was emotionally upset. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like uh, formality, you know. You, guys, you know, I was like, "You guys done yet? <laughs> Can we move on." Yeah, <laughs> you to clean really, up all weird, that trash. <laughs> really weird, you know. Yeah, it's kind of scumbagish. It
1: felt. What do you do when someone's like asks you, "Hey, am I gonna die?" You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're going in how with about, that? how about our
0: how about our buddy that ran the call where the guy
1: who wrote on the note
0: well he, he shot himself in the face, right? Yeah, attempted suicide, and then you know asked for the pad. He, mistakenly gives him that and then he goes what do you say let, let me, me go, go. like oh my god
1: and you're like hey sorry dude uh, not today yeah. not, not on my, my watch, watch.
0: <laughs> you write it back not on my watch <laughs> no dude i think you can still hear you <laughs> uh
1: i watched a i think it was a ted talk and it was basically like what they found with not only people who are grieving from death were going through death and then like the children of people like parents who had died and what they found was giving them, like, the most honest answer helped them, like, cope and get through it faster. So now, when people are asking me, like, hey, like, what's going on? I'm like, hey, you're having a heart attack right now. And being, and being as as honest with them as you possibly can, like, hey... You know, this strip that I'm showing you, this this bump that we see here, it is indicative of, of you yeah. having a heart attack. And so they can kind I of... I do that with people. Yeah, I think that's We good. went on this
0: call where uh, the guy had... The car he was working on had come down on him, and it was on his head. On his head, and only his head. Ugh. So PD came on scene, they got there first, and I'm telling you, that officer, smart thing. I mean, he so he pushed the car forward. So, got behind the car because it was on an incline on a uh, driveway, and got behind it, pushed it forward off of him, and it looked like it looked like he had a major head injury. Yeah, Uh, as it turns out, it was just like big time avulsion the ear, and I saw you know you see a hole inside of somebody's head. It was it was their ear, knew it was their ear, but the ear was gone, and it looked like a depression. Yeah, so I mean, I called in. You know, it's like major head trauma. But he's talking to us. He probably he can't, knows what's going on.
1: Probably can't hear you very well.
0: <laughs> I'm yelling.
1: <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, it's his detached ear. You're yelling <laughs> into it. Nice. Can you
0: hear Little me? Telephone, not with a can, <laughs> just with ears. <laughs> so, see, so everybody, this is this is dark humor. This is a preview <laughs> of dark humor in the fire service. We're, we're totally insensitive, but this is how we cope. Um he asked me, like, how bad is it? I'm like, it's it's pretty bad, dude.
1: I think that's good. That's what I said
0: to him. I was like, it's bad. Yeah. You know, you're, you got, you got some, some problems.
1: Yeah. uh, I think that, yeah, uh, to me, he didn't
0: hear me say it, so it didn't really count.
1: (laughs) Cold, man, it's cold (laughs) as ice. (laughs) Yeah, we had some dude who, he probably shot like two or three times and pressure just kept going down, down, down and we're getting into the hospital and he goes, hey man, am I going to die? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not gonna tell you that it's gonna be okay. I think I'd want
0: that in that situation. Yeah. I w I don't think I'd wanna I don't think I'd wanna be told like everything's gonna be all right and then it's not. Yeah. You know? I don't know.
1: Or maybe you just say, Yeah, dude, you're gonna be fine. And then they die, at least they're calm. I don't know. Yeah. It's not for me, man. No. I hope we're (laughs) 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 This is a tough one to end.
0: Oh yeah, well I wish
1: I would have ended with the penis.
0: Oh man. There's How
1: many people have said that?
0: Just you.